0: Yeah, I think that truncated silence was, uh, was a bit more aggressive, made us sound like we were really quick-witted.
1: Super quick-witted, but really there's like two seconds between every... I
0: was not moving that fast. No. <laughs> no. But it sounds like
2: we were, which is great. I'm pretty sure I was, and I don't think there's any evidence to the contrary. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. You're
3: welcome, Trailer
0: Park Podcast. Nathan, worried or
2: excited? I'm
4: excited.
2: Daniel, it's a
4: horror movie. Worried or excited? God damn it, I will kill myself. Worried. Are you worried, Excited. An invitation for rigid and spastic penetration. You seem
2: satisfied. Affirmative. The trailer made me emotional. Real lumpy flesh dragger. Raising awareness about masturbation addiction. Don't get it on my territory. I can't stand seeing someone do it worse. Oh my god, here it comes, here it comes. It's so <laughs> wet. Oh my god, it's coming.
0: Trailer Park Podcast, Episode One Forty Five. I welcome Amanda. I welcome Daniel. I welcome Chelsea. Huh. And I don't welcome the intern. He's not here. He's been fired. Fired. It's about time. It's a long time coming. A lot of disciplinary action, a lot of talks, a lot of progressive discipline they call it, write-ups God,
2: and such. The board meetings. Ugh. The
5: paperwork, the paper trail we've had on this guy to finally get rid of him. It yeah. just Well, there was yeah, a time of those
2: occupational squatters. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time when we saw promise
0: and we overlooked a few things, especially the peeing incident. Um
5: or oh, that time that he left yeah. mid podcast. Right. Yeah.
0: yeah, to go get laid. Yeah, we
5: To be yeah. fair, I don't think he's been laid since. So That's yeah, true. Or the
2: or the worst thing, the way he the way he eats popsicles.
5: Ugh.
0: Like he yeah, like like their penises. Exactly. It's true. So, but we are going to pay a little bit of tribute to him tonight. We're going to try to include him in this process as an homage because even though he has been fired, they did mark him down as rehirable So, we'll see. <clears throat>
1: So did he quit?
0: No, he's sanding wood. So without him, he did what they call
2: soft quitting.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It was a quiet quitting situation.
1: (laughs) So Ah. without him here, is there going to be like infighting? And who do we shit on if the intern's not around?
2: Each other. Yeah, the vacuum Mm. is going to be intense
0: for a while. Yeah,
1: we're going to have to figure this out.
0: Yeah. Well, it'll be organic. (laughs) We'll feel our our way way through it. All of us against Nathan?
1: All of us against Nathan. I think that's the only way.
0: Well, let's get started with the number then, shall we? That's a good opportunity for all of you. 145 is the fourth number that is the sum of two different pairs of squares.
2: Sum of two different pairs of squares.
0: (laughs) A person who resonates with 145 energy, selfish, methodical, alone.
5: Nathan. Yep.
2: Hmm. What is that? Like mid-dick energy? Wow. It's
5: skinny. It's skinny. It's skinny, but it's long enough. Wow. All
2: right, It'll get the job done if she doesn't care that much about the job. Skinny, <clears throat> but long enough. Wow. That's the best part of Deuce Bigelow. Is when he comes <laughs> in, he's like, look at it.
0: Look at it. It's not small. It's thin. <laughs> <laughs> the best part of Deuce Bigelow. Uh... So I'm going to open up the round table and tell you that see how they run starring Rockwell and Ronan is not worth any of your time. It's average. It's uh whatever. Catch it on TV sometime. Mm. Not uh Didn't not,
1: we all watch that?
0: Not worth the theater viewing. Me and you and the intern did.
1: Oh, but he's dead to us, so
0: Oh yeah, he liked it. So that tells you more.
3: <laughs>
1: I, oh,
0: so it was that bad, huh?
1: It was bad.
0: It, with him, it's always about young women. So he likes Sarsha Ronan. So it's like Sarsha. He likes Sarsha Ronan. So he sees her and all the flaws in the movie get this, I don't know, no- s- sanding.
1: Nothing can be Clue the movie, so why even bother? Yeah. Just go watch Clue. Yeah. Instead. Yeah, you yeah. Wanna, Every time.
2: You want a It? Go watch a It, and don't waste your time yeah. with that. Yeah. And just to think of all those years of work that it took us just to get turn from little boys to little girls. Right. Yeah, and then he's just got
0: this repertoire. Like I used to joke about having a flat list and a bunch of ladies I made excuses for, it, but that's him. He does that.
1: <clears throat> Who he. else yeah. is on his flat list?
0: Uh the one with the big eyes that
2: was in the chess TV show. Yeah, the further apart their eyes, the more he <laughs> defends them.
0: He likes Sorceron, he likes uh Rooney oh, yeah. Mara. He he'll make excuses for Rooney Mara. He makes excuses for Anya Anya Taylor Joy is her name.
1: Well anyone any actor with three names gets a pass.
0: Young women that are beautiful in general.
2: Yeah, when did did they is he like DiCaprio though? Do they age out? Like what about that Chloe That Chloe could be Moretz Fischista What's her name?
5: Chloe Moretz, but I don't know that he oh. ever was a big fan of
2: her. Oh I thought she yeah, shouldn't have three names and her eyes are too close together she started off too young she was hit girl
1: yeah he's way into that why do you think that that would be a deal breaker for intern
0: i don't know i'm sorry she
1: wasn't a boy it was before his time yeah
0: that was no that was his boy phase yeah that was his boy okay so she slipped in there when he wasn't paying attention Mm -hmm. there it is oh Mm -hmm. hey guys this is the answer we can still shit on him
1: oh my god
3: we
0: are shitting on him we're doing it right now we're doing it right now it's organic. Yeah, his,
2: his imprint is so intense that it still draws all shit right to it, even in his absence. Exactly.
1: Um, I rewatched um Million Dollar Baby. That was a fucking drag. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do that? I, don't know. I wanted to watch a boxing movie, and I like Clint Eastwood, and then at the end I realized this is neither a boxing movie nor a Clint Eastwood movie, so...
2: You're like, oh yay, irreversible tragedy.
1: <laughs> yeah, and at the end he kill like he helps her kill herself and then he presumably goes and kills himself. He like walks into the sunset never to be seen again. Wait.
0: He presumably goes and kills himself? That is not implied.
1: Have you seen the movie?
0: Yes, I've seen it. I never read anything like he's going to go kill himself. He I just leaves. I was like, leaves. he's kind of old. He'll probably die soon because of old age. But I didn't think he was going to. And
1: Morgan Freeman's waiting for him at the boxing club. Spoilers. And, oh, but
2: no. During... And then he
1: writes a letter to his daughter telling her what a great man he was. And that's the end of the movie.
0: Yes. But during the movie, he made, Morgan Freeman made several comments that he was just going to leave someday and disappear and leave it to him to run. And he's always threatened to do that. And he never did. So there was
1: Nathan did not rewatch this with me. So his memory is suspect. And also, it's, also,
2: hmm. it's just it's so old. So it's like, is the suicide doesn't have much impact at that point? You're right. shaving off so little. Plus, at that age, like you could basically just go take a nap in the sun if you want to kill yourself, right?
1: <laughs> and that's probably what he did. <laughs>
2: Speaking of Clint
0: Eastwood, I started watching the old Dirty Harry movies, which I've never seen. And I have so far watched two of the five Dirty Harry movies so far. How are we feeling? I enjoy them both. He's like classic, hardcore, conservative, Republican guy back then. Not to be political about it, but that's just, you know, the strong man, few words. I think they, they make fun of that character all the time. I was watching some puppet movie, Chuck Steele and the vampires and he couldn't uh he couldn't have a partner cuz they kept dying on him cuz he was too rough around the edges and that's huh. totally about dirty harry.
2: Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's a iconic look and, yeah. and template that he created and it doesn't matter who you are or where you fall. That's mm-hmm. he did that.
0: <laughs> it's fun though because the first dirty harry was like all stylized and critics freak out about the first movie in a series of movies all the time. So that one gets major ratings. And then the second one didn't get his higher ratings but i enjoyed it more because they started leaning into dirty harry's character more started
1: and, banging chicks
0: yeah women started to throw themselves at him and he became he's coming becoming like a bit of a bond guy a little bit might as second. well yeah like even even the wives of of other cops are just like harry how come you never made a pass at me <laughs> he's just too focused on his job right and it's so blatant they're just throwing themselves out this one girl in his apartment building's just like basically just says can i come upstairs and have sex with you and he's like she, yeah like, she's like why, why haven't you ever tried to have sex with me or what something? do i gotta do yeah 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 what and do i gotta... he's
1: like ring the doorbell yeah what do i yeah what do i gotta do
0: to get uh you know get some, some just, of that d get some of that d from you harry and he's like just knock on my door
2: with that Clint ED.
0: So then <clears throat> she knocks on his door and he lets him in. Or he lets her in and then he gets called back to work. He's got to go to work so he leaves her there. And he goes and does stuff. And then he comes back and she's still there waiting for him and then he fucks her.
1: Wow. It's beautiful.
0: That's anyway. Great.
1: So just like million dollar baby.
2: Just like it.
1: Same movie, same, same premise. Movie.
5: Same <laughs> character, his whole career. It's like a slow
2: motion of his penis <laughs> going towards her vagina and like hitting the wall and cracking. <laughs> <laughs> And they have to put him down. What have you guys watched? Anything important?
5: We watched Crimes of the Future and I hated it.
2: Watching Crimes of the Future with Amanda was its own experience because Amanda Amanda really resents or just openly despises the the like notion of people being like overwhelmed by lust. Lust. Which is what the first thirty minutes of that movie is almost exclusively. So, just every scene, I think, for thirty straight minutes, she was just like, "Ugh, uh. ugh." Uh, uh.
5: So it wasn't <laughs> even the gore. No, the gore didn't even. Although the gore, I think, was um, overhyped. Mm-hmm. I would say. I mean, it's a gross movie, but it's not like unwatchable the way people made it out to be. Mm-hmm. No, I have a, a long standing, it's not just this movie. I have a long standing issue with like mindless debauchery. Like it really like disgusts me in a, in a like, profound way i hate when people are just like eh, i just want to fuck i just
2: like, want to finger fuck your wound because i'm just so full of fuck lust right now i can't stop writhing like that kind of shit yeah
5: i mean everybody was just like moaning and writhing with just like wounds I, I it was so <laughs> stupid. To me.
0: well this is the same guy that made crash 1996
2: crash that's, that's it's exactly not- I think that was the first point that I brought up when I noticed her like triggered disgust and everything I was like well this is the guy that like made a sexual film out of people lusting over each other's crippled post crash bodies
3: Yeah,
5: yeah. so David Cronenberg is a fucking loser that's yeah. what I think and He's he's
0: fucked up it. yeah maybe his son Brandon will just make better movies in general until we find out what strange fetish he has once he has the clout he, he has- to make whatever he wants
2: He has a similar fetish as his father. I I don't think that it's a matter of like, I think Cronenberg is just too old for these kind of pet projects. Yeah. Like that's very clear that this is the better when you were in your late thirties, but I was hoping for um, earlier career Cronenberg. And once we got like 30 minutes in this movie, it was like, Oh, this is much more like existence, which is kind Mm. of silly. Yeah.
5: Yeah, because even setting aside the things that, like, just bother me inherently. The movie is also not very good. Like, there's a lot of plot problems. Like, a lot of them. And um, and Vigo Mortensen is constantly crouching for no reason. Like, he'll just be, like, in a place, crouching in a ninja outfit. <laughs> like, it all seems very silly. And then you, you add in, like, plot holes and and poor plot development and a secondary story that's actually more interesting that they don't spend enough time on it's like who made this who thought this was good uh people i guess not me
2: (laughs) yeah it's very messy and there is you do get like thrown because yeah we'll just fucking spoil the shit out of this movie you get thrown Mm -hmm. because the first 30 minutes it is like oh are we doing like a weird gothy like the future is so depraved that like because nobody can feel pain anymore and everybody like any hole is a fuckable hole so cut me open and stick whatever you got inside of me and we'll both get off to it like it's it's that for 30 solid minutes and then all of a sudden it's like whoa what if we're all secretly evolving to like digest plastic
5: oh yeah well there's there's, there's a disturbing cold open yeah with the boy
2: yes that that implies what the actual plot of the movie is, but but then they they...
5: cut away from it immediately and and spend 30 minutes elsewhere. Yeah. yeah.
2: So then it's like, Oh, here's the actual plot of the movie, which is like, maybe we are
5: naturally evolving,
2: naturally evolving to handle the very like nightmare scenarios that we think we're setting up with all of our trash and pollution and everything. And that we're chasing that natural evolution with our forced evolution. And it's all becoming like a big muck pile this is actually like an interesting thing there, but it just totally gets overridden by a lot of just. What if we put a fucking zipper in Vigo Mortensen's belly so they can get to his organs better? And then what if his girlfriend just fucking makes out with his like the his his belly. his abdomen zipper? And you're like, oh okay. <laughs> man, man. I-, I thought a lot of it was like fun, silly, and goofy, and and Amanda was like, ever was v- really <laughs> really having a hard time.
0: It says something about the groupings of directors and actors and what they're willing to embrace together. Like Mortensen, his work doesn't really sound like he would be into doing something like that. But his relationship with Cronenberg then allows for whatever. I don't know. I get the sense that like sometimes actors and directors spend too much time together.
2: Yeah, that could be. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And you can, and there's like, I don't know, yeah, it all just comes together to kind of silly and disjointed to be really like a impactful movie. But there is lots of like interesting stuff that's in there. One, I still think Cronenberg has a good grasp of like the grotesquery of flesh. So like all of the like organic furniture that is custom made for them. Because their bodies have like are stopping like are resisting the notion of eating regular food. So they have to sit in these like special chairs that like move their body in these like micro adjustments to make them digest regular food. It's a cool idea. That's and the cool. furniture that has to be custom built from like biological matter is a cool idea too. And it looks gross and unique when you see it on screen, but it's just so surrounded by all this other silly stuff that it's like, okay <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, that was a great review. Did you guys watch it? I don't know if you guys watched it. No, we didn't watch it. just spoil everything and destroy it?
0: And I
1: won't
5: ever watch it. We
0: probably wouldn't have watched it anyway. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Thank you for your review. That's wonderful.
5: Don't watch it. It's a waste of time. stupid. (laughs) How long is it? Too long. Not long. It's only like an hour and a half. Hmm.
2: I think was like an hour 40 or something. Maybe an hour 40. I think if you catch it on TV, why not? there's more than enough scenes in there to make you go okay what, what you got what you what is this <laughs> what all about? You got? <laughs> and and they at the very beginning they tell you or they let you know what the climax of the movie is going to be and it is a very squeamish notion so for like 90 solid minutes you just are watching the movie knowing that a scene in particular is going to come up and that scene is most definitely like super taboo so you're like okay okay what are we in for <clears throat> yeah, you're the only
0: one that approaches these moments like that. Like, <laughs> oh, go, oh, all right.
4: I'll How's stick around. Enough? I'll stick around for this. I'll see what this is about.
2: Okay, so they have, like, because Vigo and his girlfriend, they do an art show where humans, this is, like, all the shit that doesn't come across in the trailer. Humans no longer feel pain in the future. Mm. That's why they can all cut each other up and do a bunch of stupid shit. because They don't feel pain anymore and they don't have infections.
5: Conveniently. Conveniently.
2: So no pain, no infections. So everybody can just do whatever they want. There's no need to be a doctor really anymore because anybody can be a surgeon. And Vigo and his girlfriend do artistic like shows because Vigo is one of a few people on earth who has evolved to start creating brand new organs. And where most of the other people on Earth that are like him, they sell their new organs to the government so that they can try and figure out what the hell is happening. Vigo prefers to just have his cut out in public by his girlfriend in like a big lustful display that Amanda very much does not enjoy. <laughs> so he's sitting there like basically coming as like a machine is like surgically cutting open his insides and cutting out his new organ. And he's like,
3: oh, oh, God,
2: oh. And his girlfriend is operating some like stupid surgical remote control. And, like, it's all supposed to be super, like, ballet-esque. But it's just, like, it's very silly. I think
5: <laughs>
0: Kristen, Kristen Stewart comes in to investigate what's going on.
2: Oh, Kristen Stewart, like,
0: is...
5: Oh, she's just frothing at the pussy the whole time. Yeah. It is so uncomfortable. I Ugh.
2: All she wants to do is fuck <laughs> Vigo Mortensen because she thinks that he's, like, an artistic master. And she's literally trembling with horniness in every scene. It's, yes. it's very intense.
5: Every single scene, she is just desperately trying to have sex with him or sir no because they don't have regular sex anymore she's like i want you to do that to you like i want to perform surgery on you
2: yeah like i want to cut your organs out
5: it's so dumb (laughs) so gross
2: (laughs) it's so insane though like what other movie is being made like this so at least there's that yes it is silly yes it is overthought and underthought at the same time but (laughs) I can't believe he has this much clout that he can still pull this shit off. So that to me is that to me is fun. I think
0: it's fun.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. someone greenlit this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it,
0: Amanda was basically watching this and she was like,
1: Mute, shut up.
0: Shut the fuck
3: up.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Wow. There was definitely a handful of times where she was just like, ugh, oh, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. This is so, <laughs> <laughs> ugh. <laughs> uh. So it was like an entertaining on a secondary level for me. (laughs) Awesome.
1: I always pause on Bull Durham whenever it's on TV. And it was on TV this afternoon. And this like being overwhelmed by lust thing reminds me of Susan Sarandon in the beginning where she's like, women are too powerful and to be lured. You are not lured. I accept full responsibility for my actions. (laughs) (laughs) This concept that you're just overwhelmed is... uh, contrary to Boulder and a great movie. Everyone should watch mm-hmm. it regularly.
0: And also baseball as well. <clears throat> well,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what, do you
2: guys, what else you guys got?
0: Uh, I guess we could say that we finished Better Call Saul. We were holding out with the final episode and we watched it.
5: And it was fine.
2: Yeah.
5: I haven't gotten to watch the last season yet. Oh,
0: First half of it's crazy intense, and, and then, Second half is kind of just... Well, a, the first a,
1: half is with Nacho, right? Yeah. Ugh. And the
0: second half is kind of a just a goodbye to the show, basically. But in a in a creative and interesting way. It's all it's all positive. It's all good. Uh, the show's epic. More. Yeah, we'll be keeping our eye on uh, Mr. Gilligan, what he does next. Love it.
1: He's doing a bunch of stuff. AMC is already pumping it in the previews. Really? Two other shows...
0: Uh is he like directly involved in them or is he just producing it or something?
1: I don't know, I'm not the intern.
0: Oh, well. <laughs> I guess we need one of those, don't we?
5: He wouldn't have known either. That's, That's why he got fired? <laughs>
0: fucking true. That's true. He <laughs> like, was terrible at that. I would say intern, what do you got for me? And maybe one out of 10 times he would like randomly know.
1: I don't think he's <clears> ever known.
2: Yeah. It's bullshit. Yeah, he couldn't even like fake like rustling some papers. <laughs> yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs>
0: I don't know. You Uh-oh. guys uh, got anything else, or shall we? uh that
5: coming off his uh, off his burden list. What we watched the last duel.
0: Oh <gasps> right. Oh my god! You watched the last duel.
5: I'm chomping at the bit. I just turned it on, made it happen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it was okay, but it was burdened not because I wanted you to appreciate, you know, the Rashomon uh, presentation of the last duel and the different perceptions of people. Although I do find that kind of Presentation to be interesting. It was more about to see if you were impacted by the last duel itself, the way that we thought you might be, which was satisfying gore. It was a well done yeah. fight.
2: Yeah, I think I, I think I pointed it out exactly what you were looking for me to point out when I was talking to Amanda about it when we were watching it. Um, because <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't even necessarily the gore, which all that was very satisfying. It was more that it did. It did something that I, I don't see even really good action movies or combat movies do, which is in a true duel or a true fight, every hit you attempt is as hard and as life-ending as possible. Hmm. You're not looking to have a dance. Yeah. You're looking like every time you strike with your sword, it is with full strength in the hopes that you can kill this person as quickly as possible. And that's the way the fight comes across at the end, which is very satisfying. Every hit looks so hard and so like one motive. There's no like let's cling swords and fucking dance around for the audience for half an hour. Like everything is brutal. If I can't Mm -hmm. get you with my sword, I will get you with my fist or my fucking foot or my head or whatever. Like, that's a real gru- grueling fight. And that comes mm-hmm. across very uh, very much so. Um, <clears throat> it was
5: also very dirty and yeah. very mm-hmm. sweaty. Sweaty. Yeah. Dirty. Yeah.
2: How quickly you get tired. Yeah. So that every... Like, once you get even, like, 15 minutes into a hardcore fight, every blow after that is, like, <sighs> like yeah. full effort. <clears throat>
5: there are some problems, though.
2: Ben Affleck's that's hair.
5: Cool. Well, the hair acting. But, no, in the fight itself... That hmm. horse fell on Ben. He would not be okay. <laughs> no,
2: yeah, that w- that w- that's- that was a life-ending horse fall, so that should have been edited out, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well, overall, overall, I enjoyed all of it, though. I thought that the
0: lead-up and the different perceptions of... I like movies where they show you that through a different person's eyes, things went down a little differently from their perspective. and it's...
1: I thought it was really fair. When yeah. I went to the theater, I thought it was going to be a whole woke movement about you know, rape and some sort of commentary on society, but it actually showed a really complex view of that. Yeah. And I thought it was really fair view from after you saw all three perspectives. And yeah, I it liked, also
2: yeah. that, yeah, it was during that particular, like part of it, it made me think like, man, you better, you better fucking believe her, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You better fucking believe her because if you don't even a little bit like, wow, like just the intensity of how everything has to play out to like stand up for vouch for someone's honor.
5: I actually felt like I kind of wish that I hadn't seen her perspective.
2: Mm.
3: Yeah,
5: I think that I would have liked to have gone into the last duel really not not knowing because although even to me, I thought Adam driver's perspective was Kind of rapey.
1: It was super <laughs> rapey. It was super super rapey. rapey.
5: My dude, you raped her. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I can see how, at the time, in that, in that era, he might not have felt that way. I feel like, like that's if She still didn't get true away, and she
2: obviously wanted it.
5: I
1: feel like that's a perception that's not dead. That's like true. some dudes with egos, serial rapists probably feel similarly.
0: You yeah. know what else is. Is you know it is dead though like hey you and I are going to fight to the death and whoever wins that's going to establish what the truth is under the eyes of God
1: yeah that's weird
2: <laughs> should come back though
1: I really liked that I had what really stressed me out and what I hate about most movies is that there's a clear protagonist and this didn't have one and even if there was one you didn't know who was going to die in yeah. the duel Yeah. and that just kept me engaged the whole time and I hate fucking castles I hate them
0: well, in my podcast preparation for when we did the trailer for the last duel, I accidentally learned who the victor was. So that part of the movie was ruined for me.
1: It's all part of the cost of doing a great show, honey.
0: Sacrifice. Sacrifice. The sacrifice that uh, some of us have to make.
2: <clears throat> and at the very end, like the post credit stinger, when it, when the, <clears throat> when when she like reveals that in fact she wasn't raped to him. That was so crazy.
0: Nice. Good one. Um, there was no post credit scene. Take it back. Take it back.
2: It was to set up the prequel, Right. the penultimate duel. Here we go. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Now I, I watched one. I'll throw this in the room real quick, just because I came to it in a weird reverse manner. And it was very disappointing. Uh, I was like, I was at the comic shop and I saw a comic that had the Shudder brand on it, like the Shudder horror channel streaming service brand on it. And I was like, what are they doing comics now? And I picked it up and it was, oh, re- movie tie-in for a movie called The Revealer. And it was like a bunch of short horror stories and like a little one shot comic thing tie-in. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Shutter is usually pretty reliable. I'll get this. And then I came home and I was like, well, I should watch the movie The Revealer. <clears throat> and it's fucking god-awful just fucking shit and it does a big thing that like a lot of my bigger gripes in horror movies and 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 horror tropes are so perfectly and are articulated by joe bob briggs but he points out a thing which is like it's a little bit misogynistic i guess but it's also very like logical and it gives you an out if you're gonna make a horror movie and you're going to include a major element of it that is in s- that is mostly known to be sexual. And then you don't include nudity. What are you fucking doing? Just don't make that the part of your movie then. Make your core element of your movie something else. It's not that it's like we demand the nudity. But if you're going to have a horror movie about a stripper, how do you have the balls to not have any nudity? It's like the movie Tourist Trap where there are frequent scenes of a bunch of girls skinny dipping in a lake, yet there are no boobs in the entire horror movie in an era where there are <laughs> boobs in almost every horror movie. Um, so what are you doing? Is the whole thing is that it's like a stripper girl who's like supposed to represent all the devil and demonic shit about life, and then her like ex friend who's like super hardcore religious and conservative and represents all the like godly angelic things in life and how like in one night during the apocalypse they come together and they have to like get They have to work together to get through the apocalypse evening or whatever. Oh, if that was just the premise on its own, it'd be fine. But like just every part of it, it's like it's poorly written. It's got no budget. It's got the balls to have like 20 minutes of slow motion strip teases with no nudity. Um, It's got like the most like bare bones stereotype. Like, okay, I guess that's what we're doing with this character type of shit. And then nothing happens for like 60 solid minutes. And then I think I just like phased to red for the remainder of the movie. Can't even tell you how it ends. I just know that I was just like so mad. And extra mad because Shudder usually like brings it. And if they don't bring it, they at least least are like, hey, that last thing we made wasn't so great. But like, look at these 10 movies that we chose. You don't see this shit very often on streaming services. This is curated well, right? And you're like, yeah, it is. It is, Shudder. Thank you. (laughs) This was like a big fucking floppy miss for Shudder that I was like, whoa, let's... Let's not do that again, guys. If your movie tie-in throwaway comic book is better than your movie, big problem. Hmm. <clears throat> well,
0: I'll say that the intern and I recently watched uh, X by Ty West, that slasher. Mm-hmm. Lots of boobs. So, yeah.
5: do you see? Do you get to see Britney Snow's boobs? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, then I yeah, want to see
1: it right off the bat. Yeah, pretty quick. i fact, because it was before I fell asleep that it. Mm-hmm. That Happened. you saw them Yeah In all their glory And yeah, I fell yeah. asleep early so. I, Well I
2: watched that I watched that Long ago too I wonder why it's not Sticking as well In my brain
0: Because it was an Average slasher It was just average And really? honestly
1: Like the 70s porn Yeah Film
0: Yeah It's a 70s porn movie For the first 70s softcore porn For the first half And then it's just Old people Up too late Killing other people For the other half So
1: and Nathan yeah, would know because would.
0: he's old. I'm getting older, and I feel like when 11 o'clock hits, I'm like, fuck. I can, like, my eyes, like, ugh, you know, and I just have to go to sleep. So when I see these old people running around outside at 2 in the morning killing people, I'm like, mm, <laughs> I don't know about that.
2: Oh, I know. Yeah. Mm. The second it hits, like, 1030, I look over at Amanda, and she's, like, a desiccated corpse in a <laughs> recliner. <and they're> like, <laughs>
0: that's what
3: the
0: fuck? That is not true. <laughs> uh, that's right. true for me. So I had a talk with Amanda. We're going to be shifting the burden list into something that's just called Make Amanda Watch 90s Movies.
2: All right.
1: <clears throat> Yay. So, I'm so sad I missed your point break oh. review. And that you were just <laughs> tepid about it.
2: Well, Like point broken. <laughs> Chelsea's a big
0: point I break. Love- she loves the cheese of it. And, no, and Amanda re- acknowledged all the cheese was good. Yeah, so,
1: cheese yeah. of it is, is the best. Yeah,
0: that's the best part. Yeah,
1: it gets it's better every time you watch it.
0: I love when he's walking around with a surfboard in the office and they're like, yeah. he's like, why are you walking around with the surfboard? And he's like, it won't fit in my car. And we're like, yeah, well, that's checks fair. Out. That checks out. Okay, yeah, you can carry it around the surfboard. His board.
1: football wound like comes and goes, though, just yeah, fluidly throughout true. that movie. Yeah. Yep.
0: yeah, it does. It's important that you watch the actual shooting gun scene and not the hot fuzz gun scene only mm. it's important you see the origin yeah, yeah. um so okay. speaking to that amanda have you watched any 90s movies no no would you like to <laughs> add another 90s movie to your repertoire of
2: selection uh yeah is okay. that list too unwieldy or can we get a rerun of that on a rerun no. rundown down on that list or what is what's going on
5: i've got parenthood boogie nights and what's the other one
0: what about bob
5: what about Bob? You should Boogie rec- Nights,
0: 90s? Recently added. You should
5: That's abs- a leftover.
0: Oh, it's a leftover. But Boogie Nights was, I think, 1999,
1: yeah. Amanda should absolutely only have to watch Parenthood from that list.
0: Uh, excuse me? Boogie Nights is amazing. Parenthood, no, Poltergeist.
1: Boogie Nights is long.
0: Uh, Boogie Nights is long. Right? But it's good. Okay, I'm hitting the random generator.
1: Beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, beep boop, beep, boop, boop, pop, pop.
0: I'm hitting it again.
1: Is that the Postman, like, Kevin Costner, the Postman? No, it's not. That movie's terrible. It's three hours long.
0: I'm getting shit on this random movie. What's that one
1: where it's, like, the Mormon child? No, the...
0: Oh, this is not on 90s right now. I need to change it. Okay, random movies from the 90s.
2: Plus, you can only watch the Postman Back to back with Waterworld, <laughs> or the ne- six hours of grueling post-apocalyptica.
5: <laughs> Waterworld's amazing. Yes, <laughs> I've ne- it is. I've That's never why I have to bleed Waterworld. right into the postman,
2: so that you lose all that favor. <laughs> you okay. Say you've
5: never
3: seen
0: it? Um. No, there's too many movies you've already seen on that one. Uh, <sighs> the Punch. Wow, this is difficult. When okay. The
5: water, the world has been underwater for how many years, and yet <laughs> they still have cigarettes
0: cigarettes. Okay, Amanda, have you seen Dark City?
5: No,
1: me neither.
0: <laughs> okay, your options are Dark City, The Pelican Brief, uh, Emma, starring uh, Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow.
5: Yeah, I've seen that one.
0: Uh, Men in Black, something called Fallen Angels, which I haven't seen, and Breaking the Waves, which I haven't seen. So basically, it's Dark City and Pelican
2: Brief.
5: <laughs> which one, Daniel?
2: Oh, uh, very different. One like a sci-fi, gothy sci-fi with Kiefer Sutherland, and the other one is a almost a borderline biopic. Dark City, Mm. yeah. Dark City sounds good. We'll add
3: that.
1: What's that one with Harrison Ford where he goes undercover in that? um, How come I can't think of the word? The Mennonite.
0: Oh, witness. Witness. It's an eighties movie.
1: Oh, that's that's good.
0: Well, we can do '80s after we do '90s. It's just gonna be- yeah, she's just as. What like about that
1: Clint Eastwood one where he sees the, pret- <clears throat> the president commit a crime?
0: Absolute power.
1: That one's a great movie too. Is that '80s? He's got
2: that monkey sidekick. No,
0: that is something completely <laughs> different. No, that's a one-off movie he did with a monkey. It's not. Really- <laughs> I thought that was absolute power. No, Daniel just wants to bring that shit up. Anyway, it's time for some Nathans <laughs>
2: It's now time for Obser
3: Nathans with Nathan.
0: <laughs> okay. So Bruce Willis has sold his likeness for deep fake technology, and James Earl Jones has signed over his Darth Vader voice rights. The iconic movie star era that we have grown to know and love growing up in this world is over. And they're shoveling
2: dirt on it until the day that I die. I said always actors that are like ushering in the apocalypse. (laughs) Like (laughs) like This is how it is. They're like, hey, hey, actors have been doing it for years, all right? Just sign over your likeness to the government so that we can use you to say whatever and do whatever we want. Just fucking get with it. Fucking James Earl Jones already did it. Bruce Willis did it.
5: Mm -hmm. Bruce Willis is basically like, I have been making these straight to DVD or straight to streaming Forgettable, awful action movies for 10 years now. I'd like to keep doing that, but I don't really want to show up to set. So can y'all just like hologram me and pay me? And they're like, yeah, we can do that.
2: Yeah, or it'd be even more believable if he was like actually proof of concept. We've been doing it for 10 years with my movies. I would have been like, oh yeah, that's totally, it. yep, I believe it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Isn't there something up with Bruce Willis? Like he's yeah. no longer... He's
0: got like a, a mental cognition... <laughs> Uh, disease and he's uh, <clears throat> re- he's retired from acting so this is his ability to keep acting but I just mean like
1: keep income
0: they're you know trying to recreate digitally the past and there's no new great movie stars that are coming they're just gonna be average and they're all gonna go away like sandcastles on a beach it's over um, John Williams has been knighted posthumously by the queen by Queen Elizabeth II My option, Nathan, here is that you can't be knighted by a dead monarch This is ridiculous The king should knight him This is a fake knighting <clears throat>
2: mm-hmm. Fake knighting? Do we have a special like sound effect for that? Uh, no, I haven't prepared <laughs>
0: anything like that And my final option, Nathan Is that apparently Constantine 2 Is happening Nobody 2 is happening Lethal Weapon 5 is happening And Top Gun 3 might actually be happening Yes to all of this Constantine was underrated. I hope Shia LaBeouf returns. Uh, Better Call Saul is over, so Bob Odenkirk can push himself if he really wants to. I'm concerned about his health, though. Uh, Lethal Weapon, directed by Mel Gibson. Yep. And Top Gun Rooster. Yep. Yes, please. Let's do that.
5: I just want to make sure that everybody knows that I've never seen Lethal Weapon. Oh. I want to be just full disclosure about my...
0: Well, we're going to go ahead and add (laughs) Lethal Weapon 1 to your list right now, along with Dark City.
2: Did we watch Constantine recently?
5: Yeah, we did. Well, yeah. it was probably like a year ago, but yeah. yes.
0: Yeah.
5: Okay. I'm excited about that. I'm
0: going to make <laughs> your list really big and, and awful, and you're just going to love it. You have lots of selection. I hope that's okay. Sure, yeah. Okay, cool.
5: Daniel doesn't really talk to me anymore, so I can just watch him <laughs> <with his name>.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, we have, uh, <clears throat> just before we go into the lineup here, I do want to say that there has been a lot of, um, you know, we do this every time, right? Best lineup ever, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to do it this time. I'm not going to say this is the greatest lineup ever. I'm going to let you hear it from the horse's mouth. There's some interviews with the SADSAC employees down at SADSAC Studios. We're just going to play some of these, uh, some of this feedback from the SADSAC Studio employees. It's not me. It's them. Okay, I'm not saying this is the greatest lineup ever. I'm going to let you hear it from them directly, okay? Okay. Okay, so here we go with uh, the first employee. You know they're all- there are a lot of moments in your life that are transformative, but after seeing this lineup,
3: I feel that my life will be about what happened
2: before this lineup and what happened after. It's that good.
0: It's transformative. So I'm saying, right?
2: He's feeling. He sounds sounds large.
5: He sounds like. Does he work in a, Like in the mailroom?
0: <laughs> i don't know where he works he
5: doesn't he doesn't seem to be like on the creative team i
0: i just have written down here paul yeah
4: it yeah yeah uh here's interview number two. Oh, i i would have uh um, a marginal erection <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds yeah.
0: that sounds familiar that's head of hr yep. we got here uh Interview
2: number three. Let's There's see. very obviously this multi layered trash compost of ambiguous decisions that are building up on this one situation. It's a very complex lineup. Most articulate man I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. You don't understand, like it sounds uh, diminutive, but the intern, the character the intern, is a step up from the real Andrew. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Some, <laughs> there's some gold being spun here. I can't. I gotta mark the time. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, just taking some shots. Anyway, <clears throat> <laughs> forgot that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is. I'll be honest with you. This is probably not the greatest lineup we've ever had before. But
2: uh... no, Hollywood killed itself, so we don't get those anymore. <laughs> That's true.
0: Yeah, we're just going to be straight up and honest. However, I will say that the headliner and the fulcrum are quite strong. And we're going to finish uh, with the fan favorite. So here we go. Headliner is uh, Weird, the Al Yankovic story.
2: Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Here we go. Put it in.
3: I'm tired of people
1: thinking I'm some kind of joke.
5: Your dad and I agreed it would be best if you just stop being who you are and doing the things you love. My whole life all I
2: wanted. I'm afraid we found your son at a polka party.
1: Just to make up new words to a song that already exists.
3: Oh,
0: well you should do that then.
1: Dude, I've got chills.
4: Every once in a great while, I can spot a talent that I know is the future of music.
2: But first, we gotta find you a stage name, Al Yankovic. It's long, it's hard
4: to pronounce. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Weird Al Yankovic. I love it.
1: Taken the world by store.
3: Do I know you?
4: Madonna, I was wondering if you were going to do a parody of my song, like a virgin.
1: I'm curious, is that song autobiographical?
4: Yes. <laughs> Except for the fact that I've had a
3: lot of sex.
2: Maybe one creative genius that doesn't have a checkered past
4: involving alcohol. That's
3: the
2: medicine.
4: And drugs. Madonna's a bad influence on you. What? No offense.
1: I'm a train wreck. My parents
5: wrote me off. I pushed away my band.
2: You're all just a bunch of normals. I'm the weird
5: one. You gotta take care of yourself. I saw in you something special. An artist with something to give to the world. In front of
2: all the billions of people watching around the world right now, I want to say is be as weird as you want to be. You will never find true happiness Ah! until you can truly accept who you are. Thank you. Oh, Al, you can't smoke in here.
5: (laughs) I totally deserve that.
2: Nathan. Weird Al Yankovic story. Worried or excited? Ooh. Uh, You guys
0: are all a bunch of normals. I'm the weird one. (laughs) I'm excited about this, clearly. Um,
4: My bologna. (laughs) Open up the package of my bologna. (laughs)
3: Um,
0: Yeah, this is a, just in the In true tribute to Weird Al Yankovic, this is a parody of a biopic. And he contributed to the writing, and Daniel Radcliffe looks like he's fucking crushing it. Uh, The credits are going to include an original new song by Weird Al. This is great. There's nothing about this that should be shit on. This is all, this is a full table excited here.
1: What's the deal with Roku?
0: Yeah, I don't know about what the deal is with Roku. Are you saying that that's a flag? You're saying that that's a flag.
1: Intern?
2: Where's the intern? Mm. Oh,
0: we can't son know. of a bitch!
2: Well, you know, much like that <clears throat> um, intern was really looking for a filler here.
0: Well, Some we could bad. we could hear what intern said about another
4: movie with Daniel Radcliffe in it. <laughs> I think that this might actually be my favorite trailer so far this year. This is a great trailer. <laughs> it really is. like it's just fantastic. I want to I want to go watch this movie right now. Do we have a release? Yeah.
2: That's that's actually a pretty good re- response to this uh, movie. And uh, I'll just like to cut off the ladies here and come in right after you. Um, okay. I I've, I I love Weird Al Yankovic. I always have. I've never been super into his parodied songs unless there's a handful of them that I truly love but like a lot of them too are very like very tame that's the thing about Weird Al that that's a big part of the joke of why this this uh, parody biopic is so hilarious is that he is truly like a disciplined vanilla man he does not smoke he does not do drugs he does not drink he does not do anything bad I don't know that he's ever been to jail I don't think he's ever made a bad grade he is a very, like, straight and narrow individual. Um, so that, that's what makes all this so hilarious. And Radcliffe looks like he's fucking crushing it. And like, of course, this is the best possible way you could do a bi- a, a biopic of Weird Al. So I'm so glad that he's on board with this. And uh, just every I was I was laughing throughout the that that entire thing, just the entire thing. Him being a bad boy getting caught in a poker. <laughs> Poke party and like <laughs> just parents just being like, We don't think you should be who you are or do any of the things that you love. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm totally on board with this. It looks, it looks hilarious. up. Mm-hmm.
5: Yep, agree. 100%. I actually think it looks super duper funny. I'm um, not a big weirdo. I wasn't a big weirdo kid. I think I was sort of at the tail end of it, I suppose. Um, but it doesn't matter because Daniel Radcliffe looks so funny. So does, um, oh, what's his name Rain from The Office? Yes. Um, yeah,
0: and he's a parody of one of those managerial, type enigma like. people.
5: Um, yeah, just juxtapose Rain Wilson with Tom Hanks from Elvis. Yes. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs>
5: uh, anyway, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I think it looks really
1: cute and really fun. Chelsea, you guys know that I hate biopics, and I. I'm so excited to watch a movie burn that genre to the ground and just point out all the tropes, all of the story arcs, do it all and not spoon feed it to you. So many comedies just spoon feed the jokes with you. Like, did you get it? Did you get it? And it feels like this movie is not hand holding. So I'm very excited. And Daniel Radcliffe has I think before this, but it just occurred to me that he has totally severed himself from Harry Potter.
0: It's impressive.
3: Yeah.
1: It's a big move.
0: Yeah, he went he's he's impressive. We've we've tracked a lot of Daniel Radcliffe movies on this podcast. Guns Akimbo, that uh the one where he played a neo-Nazi undercover guy. Right. One where he was in the jungle by himself. Like he's really gone out of his way to the one where he's dead.
5: Swiss Army Man.
0: Challenge himself. Well, yeah, Swiss Army Man was the first one that really separated him.
5: For us, for you. Well, he, oh, was, he was a in corpse. Horns movie. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: If this yeah, is good he money, he can do whatever he wants.
1: Exactly. He's like a Toby. No, Elijah Wood. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. a good uh, comparison. Elijah yeah. Wood does a similar ship.
2: Yeah, the two of them just fucking running around having a good old time, just being yeah. a bunch of weirdos yeah. in movies. Like, <laughs> and awesome. Got a bunch of
0: fuck you money.
2: <laughs> I hope that they're friends in real life. Me too.
0: Me too. Mm. Chiller number two uh, is a decided letdown from the headliner. Uh, we have our first movie from David O. Russell in eight years. But and, Intern's not here. I know, but we're gonna... Don't worry. He's here in spirit. Amsterdam.
2: Amsterdam. Here we go.
3: Harold, I don't
2: know what you think you're doing. Excuse me. Oh, got a dead white man in a box, not even a casket, doesn't even have a
3: top on it, in a pine box of old wood. Who do you think's going to get in
2: trouble here? Do me a favor, try to be optimistic. You don't get here without things starting a long time ago. So, two soldiers, and a nurse, found ourselves in... Amsterdam.
0: We formed a pact, and we swore to protect each other, no matter what. the
4: We find ourselves in a situation where we're accused of killing someone, which is not true.
2: Ewan Woodman fled the scene. The killer pointed at
4: us. We didn't do anything. Why would you possibly think that was us? Well, there's not too many people that fit the description of a doctor looking for his eye on the ground with his uh, black attorney. Columbia Law School. is
2: We need someone to help us. To find the truth. My friend was killed because of something monstrous that he had seen.
1: This is all turning out to be a lot larger than any of us. You're going to have to take my lead getting out of this. I had to stab a guy. I had to hit a lady with a brick one time. What? It's a long story, but with you two, it'll be a cakewalk.
2: These are dangerous times.
1: You be
4: careful.
2: I'm about to do something that could cost me my life.
3: The cuckoo is in the nest and the cuckoo's about to be trapped. Cuckoo? innovations from Zurich.
0: It removes all pain. Guys like me, we have to turn to booze, the morphine, and that can lead to addiction. Oh, that's fast.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is advanced.
2: <laughs> Amanda, worried or excited about Amsterdam?
5: I think, okay, uh, Worried, just, just establish that. <laughs> um, so, David O. Russell. Okay, it's been diminishing returns each time, right? Um, and even I enjoyed American Hustle more than than you guys did. But he, he's a problem, right? Uh, <laughs> these these gigantic. Like, why is your? I know this like whole like ensemble thing mm-hmm. is your is his is his shtick. But I'm like, at some point it becomes too much. There are too. there's no reason for Taylor Swift to be in this movie. There's no reason for a handful of the people that get thrown in at the end of the, this person, this person, this person, like you've got, I, I don't believe that any of that's necessary. I think that you just like it. Like, I don't know. I don't trust him anymore. Also, why is your trailer boring? I managed to, like, drift out in the middle of your two-and-a-half-minute trailer because I'm bored. And you're telling me almost the whole story here.
0: Really? Because I have no idea what the movie's about.
5: Oh, I... Okay.
0: It has something to do with American history. And they appear to be accused of something. (laughs) But I don't know why any of it matters.
5: Oh, I don't know either, but that's why I, I think they're like trying to continue to tell you a story to draw you in. I'm like, it's not working. You're turning me off.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. such a fine line. I get it. You don't want to tell us the whole thing and you want to, we want it to be flashy and you want to put this music behind it to keep us engaged, but none of it's working. It's all off just a little bit. And,
5: and the only question I'm really left asking is, are they a thruple? <laughs> Is that what's happening?
2: No, they usually to avoid that even like notion, they usually make one of the three like totally so bonkers that he can't have a normal relationship. Which is what they've done with Bale. So yeah.
1: why That's does true. why has Kristen Bale played two characters with glass eyes? Excellent question. What was the, which first is the other which is the other one? Big short.
0: Oh. He had a glass eye in the big short? Correct. Uh I just remember him like banging on drums and Walking around without socks on.
1: You don't remember that he got kicked in the face with a soccer ball and lost his glass eye. I'm he may feeling. have
0: he may have provided that exposition in the movie, but I don't remember him.
1: There's a scene having
0: a scene where his eye fell out.
1: There's a, you know I love this movie. Why are you arguing with me right I'm now? I'm not
0: arguing. I'm saying I don't re- recall this. And so it
1: must not be true that you
0: you have watched the movie more than I have. So therefore you so must
1: you be. Just
5: say, Oh yeah, I'm sure you're right, babe.
0: I'm sure you Oh yeah. I'm sure you're right, babe.
5: (laughs) Jesus. Worried Um, lore. You could really
0: You could really break down this trailer if you wanted to. You could do a whole podcast on like, okay, stop, like pause after everything they say and be like, Okay, so he just said, uh, for anything like this to happen, it has to start a long time ago. And then they show an image of him and John David Washington shaking hands when they're in the military or something. Pause for what to happen.
2: Yeah, for what to happen? Why is their relationship. Why, it why is it that a moment where they're like, yeah, wink? We're winking at what? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, for what? And then it's like, okay, next. If if it happened a long time ago, then where is she from a long time ago? This is just establishing them, him and. She's the yeah. nurse.
1: Okay, you're picking I'm it nurse. apart.
0: He
2: was the nurse. She was she the
1: nurse. She was the nurse okay. who nursed, obviously, Christian Bale and his glass eye back to health. Yeah, because
2: right, my it, next thought was, like, did, did Christian Bale get brain damaged?
0: But we <laughs> said a long time ago. So if she was the nurse, then clearly she hasn't aged a
2: fucking day. So why is this happening? I don't know. It's not that long ago. <laughs> right. This is what but, we're doing here. The Bale has gone from, like, a normal, like, slick back, like, American boy to, like, a schizo librarian within <laughs> yeah. five or six. So there is some brain damage.
0: Yeah, there's something going on. This is David O. Russell's first feature film in eight years. His previous one was Joy in 2015. Oh, that one was bad. I came here tonight to take down David O. Russell and this movie. I came here with a big plan to take it down with scathing remarks. But I feel nothing but sadness for this man. It's been eight years. He was a critical darling. Everything he did, people raved about. And they are shitting on this movie. The critics are shitting on it.
1: Did Silver Linings win an Oscar? Yeah, it did. Okay.
2: he, he like,
0: M-knighted? I think it's like, even though all these people are in this movie, no one cares. Usually, the cast having this many people in it will have some kind of impact.
1: Lay it down.
2: And his, uh, the other guy running around doing a similar type of gimmick as this did him no favor, because didn't both of those uh, Agatha Christie remakes flop?
5: Yeah. (sighs) That's yeah. true.
0: But you like them?
2: Yeah, barely. Okay. <laughs> and I prefer the originals 100%. Okay, all right.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good to clarify that.
2: But but they're both, those are both super ensemble movies too that people were like, eh. but now they're really soured on it. I don't
0: know. My I always have always felt like his his movies are, you know, probably well executed on a, on a technical level and they have all these actors in them and all the actors are competent and know how to execute, but... The stories in his movies always felt empty and soulless. So,
2: Yeah, it's kind of like you give 40 of your friends like, hey, you want to play this like really cool character that you as an actor would find really interesting to act? And then they do it, and then after you put everybody together and edit it down to a watchable limit, it's like every actor has like four minutes of screen time total. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, so no one gets anything. Got it.
0: There's some great... I pulled a few Rotten Tomatoes from like top critics, and I just want to share with you guys... Some of the scathing remarks about this movie. Mm. Amsterdam might encompass 15 years of history, straddle two continents, and throw in innumerable subplots, but it becomes increasingly hard to shake the sense that you're watching a very thin idea twiddling its thumbs. The madcap period piece is part murder mystery, part anti-fascist conspiracy theory, Mm -hmm. and all-around disaster, devoid of tone, wit, or any semblance of rhythm.
2: <laughs> oh, great. So it's going like, to put modern-day cultural fears into old-timey situations where they don't belong as well? Ugh. Can
0: any film be called satisfying when the storytelling is so convoluted it takes an hour or more to settle on the kind of story it wants to tell, let alone a cohesive tone in which to tell it? Huh? This is like Hollywood Reporter saying this. They're
1: so these aren't nobodies.
0: Trashing. These are all top critics. They're just trashing on this. So this is garbage. And uh, we all saw that it's garbage. Anybody can see that it's garbage. The critics are saying it's garbage. And David O. Russell, I feel bad for you right now. You need to, like, stop hanging out with all these people. Start over. Go direct a TV episode or something.
1: I wonder why it took him eight years to do another ensemble. Obviously, all the same faces are coming back for more. Well,
0: clearly, he's a woke piece of shit. He was probably... Oh. going to do something oh. earlier, but the pandemic probably sent him into his house and into his car with a mask
2: on, right? He, he would seem like the type that would take like like half a decade off the COVID. Yeah.
0: There you go. See? That's what I'm saying.
1: Okay, next. Okay.
2: Everybody's worried. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just needs to make sure that it's absolutely shit on.
0: <laughs> oh, wait. What was Intern's uh, comment on the last David O. Russell movie? <laughs>
2: I feel smirk, like
4: smirk at a time. I'm worried about this, but less so than you guys, because I actually really enjoyed Silver Linings Playbook. So I know that he has the ability, uh-huh. but I just, I'm still worried. I don't think he's going to deliver. What about? I haven't seen American Hustle. You haven't seen him. Why don't you watch American Hustle? <laughs> and then... He was nominated for like 12 Academy Awards and didn't win one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Can you watch most...
2: a movie for the show, intern? Can you participate? <laughs>
5: as the guy who never watches anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We
1: That's did true. this on park Podcast? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, okay. Your Fulcrum reboot of or reimagining of Hellraiser.
2: Razor, here we go.
3: Beautiful, isn't it? It's really nice.
2: You can hold it. What is it? It's a puzzle. And it's almost finished. Keep going. So if I solve it, do I get a prize? I do.
5: size six configurations it opens up and it cuts you
3: and then they come to collect
2: it's time
3: greater delights await we wish to see you proceed All for us. What is it you pray for? All
0: right, Daniel. You worried or excited about Hellraiser, the reimagining of Hellraiser? (coughs) Wait. Is it called Hellraiser The Reimagining or just Hellraiser? It's just called Hellraiser. I'm calling it The Reimagining because that's what uh, the filmmakers have defined it as. When they asked if it was a reboot, they said it's more of a reimagining.
2: And is Clive Barker directing it?
0: Clive Barker's directly involved because the release, the rights got released. Sure. But he's not. He's not uh, directing it himself. I
2: don't. I'll double check here, but I don't think so. Because I'm kind of waiting for that. I'm waiting for, like, that like I'm reimagine my own work yeah. 30 years later or yeah, whatever you know I like directly <clears throat> um I, I am excited for this mostly because i'm just excited for hellraiser in general it's, it's always been one of my favorite properties even though it has a really bizarre sort of existence and many of the sequels are incredibly piss poor in comparison to like the established greatness that the first couple are
0: whoa 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 we did the majority of these on 100 lunatics and yeah they all had uh, some fun value to them oh
2: yes yes there is fun schlock to be had but okay. there is like <laughs> okay all right okay continue sorry
5: so the first two are genuinely good I yeah movies i think
2: how the first couple of hellraiser movies especially the first one uh It compared to its sequels is such a vast difference than like Nightmare at Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth compared to their sequels. Like it's a the chasm is seems so much wider. Doesn't mean that they're any less fun per se. Um, The thing that's funny to me about this Hellraiser reimagining is like the thing that they made the biggest stink and gimmick about. Like is honestly the most or least interesting thing about. This new remake of Hellraiser, which was like, we're gonna use a trans actor to play Pinhead to make it like truly androgynous, the way Demon Demon should be. Um, and I was on board with that logic. Nor did I really even care, mostly because, in terms of like a movies, monsters, the Cenobites and Pinhead, and all the little demon characters that come out whenever you mess around with the cube, they were so BDSM gothy. To begin with that they almost to then be like, well, we're going to do it with a transactor for androgyny this time. It's like, OK, so you're you're cranking it from a 10 to a 10 and a half. Like <laughs> <laughs> mm. it didn't seem like it was a big thing to get. So like, is this is going to be a milestone. And then honestly, after watching that trailer, Pinhead just looks feminine. Yeah, it looks it, it looks yeah. like the female counterpart that he has in the first movie. It just looks like that female counterpart was like, let me put pins in my head and get rid of my throat vagina and uh, now I'm you. Honestly, I think it's going to come down to how
0: genuine, regardless of who's playing the main Cenobite or Pinhead, um, how genuine their lust for pain comes across. Like that's right. That's going to be what sells me on it.
1: I I've never watched any of the Hellraisers, and I don't know what's going on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's uh. Pinhead and his little group of demons that are called Cenobites, um, they sort of just, like, cruise around hell waiting for people to activate this, like, special puzzle box that's cursed from some ancient puzzle maker. And there's a whole backstory to Mm -hmm. all that shit. All you need to know is that there's a cursed puzzle box, Mm -hmm. and it gets passed around from, like, super greedy, pathetic shit person on Earth to super greedy, pathetic shit person on Earth. And uh, they usually try to, like take advantage of the box in some way to like gain access to its hell powers. Anyway, it always monkey paws on them and Pinhead and his and his bros come to collect and usually by tearing them apart with chains or other really really gruesome uh death scenes. So it's got this like it's got this pretty simple lore that you can do a lot with and they do mm. a lot with them in the sequels. And I'm glad that they're doing more with them here too. Like the first movie is very simple. Oh, uh a a brother got caught up with the cube and tried to pull some shit and it didn't work and he ended up dying and then years later the brother and his family move into the house where he died and a bunch of crazy stuff didn't
0: didn't he didn't he buy it on like an asian street market
2: yes there's always
0: a
1: gremlin yeah
2: yes there's like there's like a gremlin-esque mascot character that sort of handles the in-between transition of the box to a new person sort of like a slave a hell slave um So there's all this room to do crazy shit. You can take this concept any which way. And I'm glad that they've decided to add more sort of characters and sort of have like a guy who has figured out that he can just get other idiots to work the box on his behalf and sort of skirt some of the rules. That's always been like a stickler through all the films. Like, why hasn't someone done this? Um, And they do a little bit, but this looks like they're really focused on it. And then they use like things that are hinted at in sort of the old Hellraiser lore, which is that the boxes take many configurations and that they do require, like, blood from the puzzle solver and all these things that kind of get skipped over in the older movies because they didn't have the budget or the desire to make a bunch of weird gold boxes. So it looks like they're fleshing some of that out, which is interesting. And it honestly it doesn't look like that crazy of a reimagining otherwise. I still see that that biter is there, or chatterer, whatever the all Malvi demon is. Like, they,
3: mm-hmm.
2: they definitely brought him out, and they're probably going to bring out the other classic, Cenobites, the, the fat so guy with writing. a bunch of rivets in his skin, and uh, the guy with the barbed wire all over his body. <laughs> like they're probably going to do all that shit because that's that's another thing you can do any concept with a demon with a theme. So you need to write down the time code on your chatterer. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm uh, I'm excited. Although I feel like I could be more excited.
0: I think you just yeah. need to watch. You're, you're gonna watch it, right? And yeah. maybe watching it'll. Surprise you maybe. I don't it's the director of the Night House is the guy directing it and uh Clyde Barker is the producer or one of the producers.
1: It feels really CGI to me. The pinhead, the androgynous pinhead character looks a hundred percent made by a computer. So I was surprised when you said it was a real person.
2: That's sad, yeah, because uh that's part of the badass makeup from Hellraiser yeah. is that they went through yeah. the effort to do all the pins, yeah. Mm.
5: I, I think it looks fine. Me. That's all I. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch the originals, Amanda? I've seen the first three, and I and I should. I, I, I'm excited. I, I I will watch it for sure. It's just um, Hellraiser actually isn't one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I've always been very middling on it. It sort of ties back into our earlier conversation about how much I hate like sex stuff. So the fact that it's all sort of rooted at its core in BDSM, I'm like ugh. Hmm.
2: Yes, it, I have such sights to show you. As he's like rubbing his like leather strap nipples, and man, it's just like, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's not no. the one before this that they were gonna do a reboot with but they, I guess they tanked it at the last minute and just made like a weird random 12th sequel mm-hmm. what was it Judgment Hellraiser Judgment yeah. I think it came See. out these. I, I, that one was super campy and I thought it was a lot of fun <laughs> I
0: had more fun as time progressed because when we did the whole series like the first one is actually kind of makes me uncomfortable and yeah. the second one they go to hell and it's also just you know you're getting into this whole thing where the people open up the box and they think they want this but no you don't and they show up and tear you apart and you're like oh enjoying the pleasures of of pain and flesh and it's just very dark and it really fleshes it out but then as as time progressed and we did more of the movies on 100 lunatics it was like they just started taking random scripts and turning them into hellraiser movies (laughs) and it was fascinating that they that they were just like oh well we're not going to make this bullshit detective movie anyway let's put hellraiser in there (laughs) okay
3: yeah,
2: beep, loosely boop, tie it to some sort of puzzle box and like a cult <laughs> or something, and then and then Pinhead will show up, recorded from like across the world, totally disconnected for like five minutes at the very end.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was just fascinating how they just took. It's like you know, I know Hollywood does that with other movies, but it was just funny to watch them do it over and over and over again for like movie five, six, seven or whatever. They just kept doing it, so
2: it was. And it was the weirdest guys that were the lead actors in this too. Wasn't one of them David Boreanaz?
0: I think it was, I think maybe from like
2: angel and Bones or whatever. I, what and I remember one was, is one the one guy. was definitely the, the guy from uh, the commercials, the mayhem commercials.
0: Yes, that was definitely true. And David Boreanaz maybe was one of them, but I remember it being uh, the guy from a river runs through it. The, uh,
2: oh, that could have been too. And he looks like David Boreanaz. So yeah, that might, I might be confusing them. Yeah. yeah. So it was definitely mayhem guy was definitely in one of them. Oh yeah. Um, Agree. And then <laughs> we didn't make it to part eight, but no. that's Lance Hendrickson, he's in that one. Yet. We haven't made it to part eight yet. Yet, that's right. That's right. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, trailer number four.
1: Did Andrew care about this movie at all?
0: Oh right. Let's uh let's see what Andrew said. Oh, it? <laughs> I'm not... No, that's all we got. Okay.
2: Oh classic. But that's yeah. Play that backwards in reverse. <laughs> It's just him sucking a popsicle. All
0: right. Uh, This one is a... Oh, it's a sequel. Enola Holmes 2...
2: Enola Holmes 2. Here we go.
3: Excuse me! Stop that take my hand and in a
1: really Perhaps I should explain. My name is Enola Holmes. I started a detective agency.
3: Oh, hello. But you're a girl. Tell me. Yes. Might your brother be free?
1: My brother. Well, I have not a single case. Sherlock latest seems to be vexing him.
4: Is it true you find lost people? Yes. My sister. She disappeared a week ago.
1: At last, I would be a detective in my own right, worthy of the home's name. <laughs>
3: Dare I ask? She's a
1: detective. Good
3: God, another
1: one. I'm trying to save a girl's life. And what can we do? We?
5: Is he looking back? Are you gonna be my girl? Oh, good. He isn't. Are you involved in something dangerous? Good afternoon. You
3: can't control Enola Holmes. She's a force of nature.
5: You. Why are you here? Is it my case or your own? Both.
3: It seems our cases are connected.
2: Chelsea, Enola Holmes 2, worried or excited?
1: Sure. Um, <laughs> Nathan actually put this on last night, and I fell asleep in it. But the, f- the first one. The first one. Yeah, sorry, the first one. And I didn't hate it. I thought it was quite cute. And yeah. I really respect that they're just straight up going with Enola Holmes 2. It's been a while since I've seen that.
2: Right, yeah
1: she looks a lot older than this one yeah (laughs) we're
2: gonna have to move it up to like young woman (laughs) yeah
1: yeah but i think that this genre has infinite potential um henry cavell is smoking and uh sure i'll fall asleep in the second one excited
2: yeah Hmm. anna
5: perfect review yeah i so i daniel and i really enjoyed the first one probably because we were New parents of a daughter at the time that probably influenced the whole thing. But um but it is cute. It is, cute. Yeah, it it's is cute. genuinely yeah. cute. Like, you know, you it's a it's a fun Netflix movie for an idle, you know, Sunday afternoon. Like just let it be that and it'll be very pleasant. And it looks like we're gonna get more of Sherlock in this one than in the first one. The first one he's barely in it. Yeah. Um, but I think since then it's like oh he's really taken off in popularity the Witcher is making us a lot of money um we're going to up his presence in Anola 2. So um yeah I like her much better in as this character than in Stranger Things.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. I I disliked this actress until I saw Anola Holmes cuz all I knew of her was Eleven and I don't like the character Eleven. So this like warmed me on someone that I was very cold to. So that's i think credit to the to the film itself or her portrayal of the character and uh, normally i get annoyed with like kitschy like cutaways to the camera or like mugging to the camera for that fourth wall kind of shit but they pull it off really well in these in this movie it it, it adds to the charm as opposed to detracts from it and um it makes sense that there'd be more cavil in this because the first movie was kind of like who there's a Holmes girl so we had to like explore that avenue but now she's like trying to make her own and she's established she's a good detective on her own rights now we have to do a little like brother brother or brother sister battle so that she can carve carve a niche out for herself um yeah i'm i'm excited okay well i guess
0: someone should offer some critique uh so yeah i watched the first enola holmes last night chelsea fell asleep uh the reason why she fell asleep is because it drags
1: Hey. The first yeah.
0: 30 minutes are engaging and she's yeah, very I really like the very charming minutes. and then it drags a little. It's too long. I like the idea of there being more Henry Cavill in this one. I hope that there is more Henry Cavill in this movie because Henry Cavill was when he showed up I perked up in the in the first one. <clears throat> Sometimes I felt like she was like solving a mystery but not really, you know, like she wasn't really
2: it's very breezy yeah
0: that's a good word breezy i like that we'll go with that i i don't like enola holmes 2 as a title because what i what what this
1: early 2000s late 90s throwback
0: uh there's eight books
1: so let's go for enola Enola Holmes. holmes eight
0: there's eight books and all of them have very unique mysteries so it's like enola holmes and the enola holmes and the you could even it is say true
2: of all the movies to have like a subtitle, <laughs> a subtitle this is yeah
0: yeah you could even have suggested enola holmes colon detective agency or something
1: Dahmer:
5: colon monster colon the Do- jeffrey Dahmer. anything
0: would have been better than enola holmes too so
5: thank you for bringing up the Dahmer thing that was so maddening to me
0: <laughs>
2: double colons yeah yeah, yeah there's no, a bunch it. of
0: weird shit cool. going on with them that
2: said uh
0: yeah all of what you guys said that's fine <laughs> But like, there is, you know, it wasn't fun. it wasn't amazing, all right. Let's let's dial it down a little bit. It was it was
2: decent. Something right there was amazing. It was fun.
5: I told you to put this in the lineup because there was literally nothing better in the next six weeks. That's
2: <laughs> true. Also, what about who plays Mycroft in the in the Eonolibus Sam or? Claffin or Claflin. Okay. I wouldn't mind more Mycroft too, because yeah. in most of the stuff I watch, they, they, they add him when they can, but they always imply that he is like smarter than sherlock mm. so i would like to see that like play out a little bit
1: <laughs> that was not the impression i got from the first 30 minutes of enola holmes i enjoyed
2: all yeah. of them he, they might play it out that he's more of the the dick character but like yeah. in the other more serious stuff they imply that mycroft is smarter i connect
1: mm-hmm.
0: with dick characters i my favorite character was mycroft
1: yeah he said that before i fell asleep
2: because he comes in he's no nonsense he's got one brother that's like a lunatic and then this then this girl that acts like a fucking rube all the time and he's like oh take care of this whole estate by myself yeah considering what nathan does for a living it makes sense
4: <laughs> <laughs> don't be so excited about it i'm not i know i just said i was working i know i daniel i don't know if this intern is gonna work out give him a chance okay all right What? well then andrew please lay it down okay so you're worried mm-hmm. because we've been getting That's all so. this horrible content about sherlock holmes is that what you're saying
0: i did not say it was horrible (laughs) right i said it was you've got
4: sherlock which is one of the greatest tv shows to come out of england whoa 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 whoa! yeah that's true benedict cumberbatch is my homeboy and i'll stick up for him no matter what well let's not let's 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 not not declare things oh i will the greatest ever I think fine. I enjoy it like Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. I think Andrew needs to take his Sherlock Holmes flag down off of his oh, governmental buildings. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna tote that flag. I really like the Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. I actually really like Elementary for some unknown reason because that's the furthest stray from Sherlock that's happened.
0: Anyway, you get the idea. There's yeah, There's was ejaculant all over the place for Sherlock Holmes. I feel and, like
1: uh, Andrew used to be happier.
5: It's. It's oh. a stark, stark contrast. That's
2: yeah. That's sort of the unspoken. I think observation is that Ooh, he's he was more animated. Mm. Yeah, he
0: he is argued. Okay? Yeah, now if I told him to shut up, he would just be like, "Yeah, fuck it."
2: Yeah, I'll fucking kill myself. That's just a joke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Most recently, he said, um, "I'm coming to your place on the third to kill myself." <laughs> He gave a
2: date.
1: He didn't though. He didn't oh, do God. it. He did is
2: die. he like a is he like a dog that you like can't find and then you find them later under the patio because they went somewhere by themselves to die? Is that why? Is that where is he right now?
1: We don't know. <laughs> He's in the middle of nowhere, did
2: he, go off the of-
1: he has no internet, quote unquote.
2: Yeah, where the fuck do you go no internet? That's bullshit. That's
1: so <laughs> the
0: So, the uh, the five hole <clears throat> trailer tonight. Amanda came to me and said. You know, strange world looks cute, but it's a cartoon, and you know you guys don't have kids, so you know you'll probably I didn't not. I say that. <laughs> you probably not put <laughs> wow, it on there. Amanda. <laughs> wow. Well, that's what the implication was of the conversation.
1: Amanda, <laughs> care to last Duelist?
0: I'm I'm saying that that's kind of that the I'm summarizing, okay.
5: Y'all don't enjoy kids' movies. Right. Like, yeah, it's it true. is well documented. Right. <laughs> yeah. I so. said excited for
1: Enola Holmes, but I didn't mean it. I
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: clear. <laughs> anyway, she, said, she says that, basically said that. And I said to her, <laughs> well, Strange World is a lock because the lead actor, hello. Hey,
3: hey, Jay! Hey! Jay!
2: The lead voice actor. I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> that critique's so confining.
0: You think you can do this shit? Jake! Is Jake Chillenhall.
2: What was it called? Strange World. Uh, I was about to go Jake Gyllenhaal. (laughs) (laughs) Strange World starring Jake Gyllenhaal, please. Strange World. Here we go.
1: in our front yard. Our entire world is in grave danger. I want you to come with me on an expedition.
2: I'm not my father. He was the explorer.
0: I know you were just a kid when he went missing. But now,
4: you're all we got. Mr. Clay, I'm a huge fan oh, thank you. of your dad. Do you think you could forge his autograph? What? Where in the world are we? Ethan, you brought the dog? Sorry!
0: We are clearly in uncharted territory.
2: Ah! Whoa. Hello. You probably don't understand a word I'm saying. Of course I understand you. Huh? Dad? Dad? Grandpa?
5: I'm a grandpa. grandpa.
2: What is this place? The cliffs are alive, and the waters dissolve the flesh off your bones.
3: Everything down here is trying to kill us. Ah! Ah! Ah!
0: Mm. Do you mind if I call you Splat? Mm. You just kind of give me Splat
2: vibes. Ah! Ow. Mm. I guess I deserve that. Grandpa's awesome he is not awesome. You gave me a machete for my
4: birthday? (laughs) Classic jaeger claimed. (laughs) I was too.
2: I'm loving this family reunion, but come on, we got a world to save.
4: We need you to figure this out, otherwise we're doomed, we are doomed. Wait, seriously? No, I'm just messing with you.
3: Didn't see that coming.
2: Nathan, back to you. Strange world. Worried or excited? This cartoon character looks a little bit
0: like Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be trippy watching this cartoon character with Jake Gyllenhaal's voice when he looks quite a bit like Jake Gyllenhaal. Guys, I don't know what to tell you. Critique. is Jake. so
3: limiting and emotionally draining. It's
0: hard. Say to, Jake Gyllenhaal again. To encapsulate. <laughs> You know how I feel about Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> and him being a lead voice actor in what appears to be a high-level Disney movie that everyone here on this podcast is likely going to enjoy. I mean, you guys, because you have a small child and you get to watch it with them, and and there's a lot of glee and happy parental child moments there. So Jake's going to help bring joy into your life. I think uh, Chelsea's. Worried. Very interested in the colorful, strange world environment here. And that's going to bring, I mean...
5: Chelsea wants nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll there try was a to, teaser. We'll try to oversell her with, with sci-fi.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's trying. And he only... This is the first time I've seen this trailer. He only showed me the teaser before. And the teaser's super cool. Like that video game. Um, yeah. Unique, weird organisms, but... Now that I've seen the full thing, I'm like, mm, abort. <sighs> what?
0: It's going to be fun to watch a cartoon character that looks like Jake Gyllenhaal we talk like tons Jake Gyllenhaal. We of stuff
1: apart. He can absolutely watch this without me.
0: It's been <laughs> too long. He's had too many misses. He needs a win. Can you get in this corner here?
1: No, you forced me to go to the theater to watch that one where he was in a wheelchair, and that was awful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a
4: friend... Is a gift you give yourself.
2: <laughs> Sounds ableist.
4: <laughs> well, I'm excited
0: I'm tentatively excited. You're not I'm excited. And I'm hoping that he's that this is gonna be fun time and that we can chalk a, a win down. For can Jake. we talk
5: to Amanda? Amanda, yes. what's up?
0: Amanda, tell us oh. why we should be excited
3: about this.
5: Well, I can't really pitch that to you because I just like I like all Disney movies and I have my whole life. So like, it's just, it's just, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to see it. I'm going to laugh and cry. And even, even ones that are not very good, I never hate. So can we talk about Hocus Pocus
1: too? Oh, have you watched it? No, but my, so I've got a lot of step siblings and they're super into Hocus Pocus so much so that we were going to drive to Lethbridge to watch it like a viewing party.
2: They don't know what that means.
1: What Lethbridge means?
2: I from the context of Far Away.
1: Far Away, yeah. Galveston. Galveston? Two hours. Hours. Two hours away. Two hours
2: away. Yeah. Not worth it, yeah.
1: Um, But they got COVID, so we didn't go. And I was like, (laughs) thank God.
5: (laughs) Thank God. I mean, I like Hocus Pocus. I do think that it has become, like, really overhyped, the Mm -hmm. nostalgia for that movie. Because I'm like, it's very good. I've seen it probably... 25 times. Okay, okay. It's not like the greatest thing since sliced Bread. And the trailer for the sequel looks terrible. So I haven't watched it yet. I will.
0: Is, is Bette Midler a deep fake or is she alive?
5: I think she's alive, she,
0: But she would
2: eagerly sell herself to it's the an- deep fake people, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not that I'm not excited to see my sisters. I'm not excited to watch mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus 1 and 2, because we'd have to watch both. Um yeah. Oof. Seems like a
3: lot.
0: Amanda, can you talk to me about Treasure Planet?
5: Strange world.
0: Treasure Planet. Oh. You said that you love all Disney movies, and Treasure Planet sticks out to
2: me as one that's like not
0: quite as celebrated.
2: It's underrated. Daniel
5: likes Treasure Planet. Actually,
2: really? Okay. It's under. It's because it comes from this unique, like five or six year period of Disney where they were going for like some insanely realistic animation, like really detailed, really like expensive. And then, then they kind of backed out of that and went back to like the more rounded off, easier to animate kind of look that Disney always does. Mm. And that has now become synonymous with Pixar. But like, it's so it's, I don't know, it's 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 a different level of Disney to me. That and the other one, Atlantis or Empire Atlantis, Atlantis yeah. Empire, AE, something, yeah, I don't know, yeah, something, yeah. yeah. Um that as well is from that same kind of era and has a similar uh, doesn't get enough recognition Um, but this I don't know what it is this should be grabbing me I'm all about strange world stuff and I like sci-fi stuff and even oddly based on some of the things that I was picking up from the trailer I wonder if this is related to a universe from something that I read a part of elsewhere recently as well because they mentioned that the little character He's like, I'll call you Splat. And I just read something with a character that looked exactly like that called Splat. And I'm like, man, it could feed into it. I don't know. Something about it, though. There's just like nothing. I felt like a bunch of sticky hands got slapped out of my face, but nothing took my glasses off. You know what I mean?
5: What? <laughs> are you feeling Are you feeling like a little bit of a of, of burn, of a little PTSD from how disappointing Lightyear was overall?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe that's what it was. Like, I, there's, there's some of that yes but it was really disappointing it's because Chris Evans couldn't bring it home
5: but Jake yeah. it's because they made it a serious movie Lightyear yeah. was weirdly serious and it shouldn't have been
2: let's make it for neither audience
0: for it's neither audience. Yeah. okay Daniel it's okay to admit that you just need a stronger lead actor oh to bring it home
2: yeah but he was it's, it's hard to say that when he outacted gosling in that gray man movie recently so like he's he can do it it's fine but i don't know there's not enough here to say that i wouldn't enjoy it so i guess i can't really lean worried
1: is the animation weird
2: it does seem kind of lost
1: the animation does seem a little weird
0: this film was the first walt disney animation studios film to use the new animation and rendering system named maestro and hyperion
1: Hyperion, that is my accounting.
2: It does have a curious look to it that is a little bit DreamWorks, honestly.
0: (laughs) I don't mind the the DreamWorks
2: animation. I don't either. It's just it's very, it seems crossover branding or bleed over Mm. branding, which is usually Mm. a bad thing.
1: We watched that Red movie. Is that the Red Panda movie? What's it called? Turning Red? Hmm. Mm. That movie was so freaking cute. So it's yeah. not like I don't have a
5: heart. It's just
2: Yeah, that was better than I expected.
5: That movie like did a really good job. We thought of of writing realistic, like young teenage girls. Yeah. Like, young mean girls. Yeah. Like they all seem to like yeah, you you knew a girl like that.
2: They're all rough and like they look they look realistic <laughs> and they kinda of get on each other's nerves as much as they get on your nerves. Like yeah, I I like their it was it was better than I thought it would be. I've been surprised by some shit lately but I do have, have, have to question how much of my parental like emotional network is actually bleeding into this and fucking with my objectivity
5: <laughs> don't
2: not on a not on a movie level no some of the shows that I've been super biased like TV shows that I've been biased about my 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 takes on movies is still super solid unshakable <laughs> uh, I object <clears throat> I do what? not object I, I know I what your think... objections are and I object to your objections <laughs> I, I think, think they're tossaways for a uh, difference of opinion.
0: I think Danny used to have rigid walls that were unbreakable, and now those walls are made of
2: jelly.
1: Example.
2: I will fucking cry at a commercial. That's new. but uh, <laughs> That's definitely a parental thing. But I think it has more example, to do Example. I'll tell you an like example.
0: Lines. Pre-Daphne, he would have said, I don't know who this is for to Enola Holmes. I'm like, I have no interest in this. <laughs> Worried. That's how he would have said it. I don't know who this is for. It's not for me. That was a classic one from the past. Yeah. And and when he's he's not really that interested in a movie, he'll be like, I'm going to come back in on top here and just kind of say that I I agree with everything that that person just said, because I don't really have anything else to say. And I just want to say something and get off. Right? Huh? Come on. Come on. Do, don't yes Nathan you have psychologically deduced me in don't 30 seconds you're having... so intelligent come on go ahead
1: don't we have any drunk clips of Daniel that we could play yeah, we
0: played one earlier I'm not gonna oh, do that I to went him twice
1: I went for a drink <laughs> and missed it <laughs>
0: <laughs> anywho I guess we should see what the intern has to say
4: about strange world <laughs> The bright side is, is that I I did really enjoy Big Hero 6, and it's brought to us by those fellows. But they also brought us Frozen, which had one scene that was good. Whoa. There's a lot of young girls that get a- upset at you right now. Yeah, and I'm not we're bringing the, the young girl perspective no? tonight. I thought that you were the female perspective the in lieu of females not being feminine present. Feminine perspective, but not little girl feminine perspective, unfortunately. Mm, I'm going to... No. Uh, I'm going to go with the You're worried sexist. on this one. You're worried. Sexist. I'm going to go with a sexist worried.
3: Okay.
2: Sexist worried. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, Big Hero 6 is is, a, is one of the better ones.
5: Uh, Frozen is one of the better ones.
2: Mm-hmm. Frozen isn't, is one, uh, Frozen uh, one of the better ones in that it's like a Disney movie that's not really about its princess. <laughs> right. Isn't it's so, more about the sister. Isn't Frozen She's a little a better character? It, basic.
1: It is kind of bizarre. How much little girls gravitate towards Elsa, even though hmm. Anna is That's clearly the protagonist. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. Like, I just want to be a badass witch out in a yeah, castle by myself. I just want Hell fucking power.
2: Yeah. Fuck that romance bullshit. Give me power.
0: <laughs> this is true. Yeah, there was a big reaction to Frozen. I feel like Disney needed Frozen.
5: Yeah, they hadn't had a big win, Yeah. aside from Pixar
0: Yeah. Stuff like and frozen was like a 90s level win where girls mm-hmm. were walking around with frozen hats still on. still are yeah
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the sequel was terrible well i mean well for us but for daphne children. recognizes
0: elsa on sites so.
1: no you're joking
0: every 90s disney movie sequel was garbage that is
1: hey.
2: absolutely true without fail
1: no. lion king 2 was okay mm. aladdin mm. 2 was okay
2: return of jafar
1: Return yeah. of Jafar was great. <laughs>
2: okay. Right. Uh, Williams came back for it.
5: Yeah, the third one was better than the second one. Was it?
2: Williams came back for the third one? Yeah. yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Wild. Wow. Sure did. Huh. I think he was horrified because this Aladdin sequel, I think, started the like breaking the taboo of making a Disney animated sequel. Uh, and so yeah. I think it was a big no-no, and he was like, uh-uh, ain't doing that shit. And then by the time... Aladdin three came out. They gone and made sequels to all the classics, and so he was like, "Well, this fucking road's been tainted, so why not?" Good point. Yeah, that's probably true. And did they do Lion King? Yeah, they did. They
1: did a Lion King two. They yeah. did
2: Lion King two,
0: Simba's Pride, oh, and then Simba's Lion Pride. King one and a half. Yep. Yeah. There's three Little Mermaids. <clears throat> There's three Little Mermaids. Is there a Beauty and the Beast sequel?
5: Yes. Wow. If if if, it, if it's not a straight up sequel, there's like a certainly a Christmas special or something. <gasps> there's
1: a, Mulan or a
2: prequel, too.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: but there
2: might be a Hunchback of Notre
0: Dame prequel. What? That's one I never watched. Hunchback of Notre Dame. You've
1: never seen the Hunchback of Notre Dame? No,
2: I was like, oh look at the cripple. Eh. It's brutal. It's brutal. Very sad. Ozymandias. Quasi- I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> handle the original film in like middle school. I don't know Man. why I'm a sucker for like Elephant Man yeah. and Hunchback and Notre Dame.
0: I skipped that one. I was big into Hercules and uh, Mulan and
2: Emperor's Her- New Groove. I, I loved Hercules, Emperor's New You're Groove. You're showing Milan your age. I never knew a shit about because I was a bigot.
5: <laughs> you didn't care about Mulan? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'm a bigot. That's all I heard. <laughs> yeah. You um, too.
2: What? Daniel. What I, can't, I can't get away with why I never wanted to watch Mulan without escaping that. I was I was, I was like, oh, I'm not really into Asian history i <laughs> Chelsea
0: and I were camping this summer, right, and we're camping, and we're doing our thing. I forget where, whether we were in our campsite or what, what was going on. Oh my God, I think there was two girls walking by, like going from the outhouse, walking down the road towards their their campsite, and they were like, "Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns <laughs> Did they send me daughters?" And I'm like, when
3: I asked for (laughs) songs,
0: I'm starting to like sing under my breath with them. Mulan connects people. And you, sir, missed out on that.
1: I can't believe that you didn't like Mulan. I think I did. Like there was a point in time when McDonald's was like giving us cassette tapes or something. My mom had to tell me to turn my shit down because I was singing too loud to Mulan. That's a memory I have.
2: Yeah, I, I loved every Disney movie come up to that one. And then that one, I was just like, nope, just skipped it. <laughs> I've, got, I've gone back to it and watched it piece by piece over the years. And I'm still just like, I feel like yeah. I made the right decision. Wow. Isn't it it's Rick doubling. and Morty
1: that talks about that? Se- oh, yeah Yeah, yeah. Rick
0: talks about the Szechuan, Szechuan sauce, sauce at, McDonald's, or at he, McDonald's.
1: He also talks about Hellraiser. There's that. That's my connection to Hellraiser is the Rick <laughs> yeah. and Morty episode.
0: Yeah, they do yeah, some stuff. because
2: they make fun of it so well. Because yeah, oh look at these fucking BDSM demons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some been some great
0: moments on uh, just weird shit like that. Like Szechuan saws of McDonald's during the Mulan run. Gone, never again.
3: Yep. <gasps>
1: <gasps> Terrible. Are we worried or excited about Strange World?
0: Everyone's uh, a- excited. Very good.
5: Amanda's excited. Everybody else worried. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh yeah, you just want to see Jake Hall.
3: You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you, Jay.
2: <laughs> that was a scene from Pelican Brief. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, you missed out not picking Pelican Brief.
2: <laughs> just means you're gonna watch that one next.
5: Uh, is I because I can like see the Pelican Brief cover in my head, Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah, the 90s. Everybody in these 90s movies, all of them, everybody is sweaty all the time. Yeah, sweaty. Like, glistening. And sweat in every scene. Wearing,
2: like, nine pounds of fabric.
5: So much fabric. Yeah. <laughs> Huge
2: <laughs> shoulder pads. Yeah. Poofy yeah. sleeves everywhere. It's true.
0: It's true. Hey, Amanda, how is it now, having watched Training Day, listening to all these Jake clips? You just see, mean, you see Denzel now.
5: Training Day is... Um, hands down, the best movie that you've given me to watch ever. Um, I love Training Day. Training Day is a, is a triumph. I think about it often. Me too. But it upsets me <laughs> that Jake Gyllenhaal is not the object of these clips. <laughs> these were just clips where a different person is saying Jake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but now you can see him. You can see him all sweaty with after being shot in the ass. He's like
5: Jack. Jake
0: And you know I added in a lot of hey Jake's here. That's yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say Hey Jake after everything he says.
1: That episode (laughs) where you realised that Jake Gyllenhaal is not the Jake they're talking Mm. about, I just about died.
0: Priceless. (laughs) Yeah. Your review of training day. You were just like you motherfucker.
2: (laughs) I do now wanna see like a you know, some sort of like YouTube person that's good at editing stuff, like edit Jake Gyllenhaal into Training Day in place of you know. Ethan, Hawke. Yes. Ethan Hawke He would just have make it work okay. There's enough clips of Jake Gyllenhaal from other movies out there to like make it work for the most part Gyllenhaal
0: recasted into Training Day wouldn't have been that different. I mean, Ethan Hawke did a great job. It so was I don't...
1: Denzel who made that movie. Yeah,
0: but Ethan did a good job, especially the bathtub scene Yeah, it's oh, good. A...
1: for fuck's sake,
0: Bathtub scene's
2: intense what, you I have, been
0: wet?
3: have a daughter. <laughs>
2: uh, what do you say? Is that what he says what you guys, when he's like smoking the PCP? He's like, you've been wet, boy.
0: <laughs> oh, man. They're like, clo- hey, close close the uh, shower curtains before you shoot him in the face. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, I better do
4: that. Yeah, I better do that. What?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to fucking blow them away. Mm,
3: that's
0: crazy. Good stuff. Good stuff, team.
1: Yeah. So, wait. To recap, Eh. Amanda has not seen Absolute Power, and she's not seen The Witness. Right, Amanda? I don't know what those words are, so no. Okay, so we've burned her some bullshit.
2: Yeah, those are both like movies where an actor works with an animal. (laughs) Are they? (laughs) He's
0: still still hanging on
2: this monkey thing.
0: I'm going to tell you what the monkey movie is called in a minute. Can
1: I hear what this inside joke is? Because I don't know what you're talking about.
0: He's seeing an image in his mind. Of a clean East, or he's just being a dick. A little bit of both. <laughs> okay. Of uh of a clean eastwood movie where he's hanging out with a with a monkey. And he does that. There's a movie where he does that. I'm gonna get I'm also gonna put up uh Witness and Absolute Power on on Amanda's
1: bird. She has four <laughs> movies on her burden list and two of them don't need to be watched. Oh Dark City. Dark City Lethal
0: Weapon, Absolute Power and Witness and <laughs> It's just giving her options. Like it's not—it's not about burdening anymore. It's just about giving her options.
1: If you want just classic, these movies are movies that I never would have watched. But the classic '90s thriller vibe is just too much to look away from. You just get sucked in.
2: Good job, everybody.
5: Good job.
0: Good
2: job, Good job yeah, team. High fives all around. High fives. Really, uh, Nola Holmes. That. I don't know what that means. Anola Holmes too I just was like what can I say to make Nathan's face physically contort right now <laughs> to Daniel Nathan's to Daniel Nathan's